Good morning, everybody. Um, I got a few plays of my new episode yesterday. I just wanted to thank you guys because I recorded it early, but I forgot to post it. So, yeah. But I got a few responses, so let me answer those. Um, let's go to this podcast. Okay, so... Sunday the Leafwing. I have listened to your podcast. It's an awesome podcast. Um, you will be mentioned mentioned in more podcasts, more podcast episodes because I really like that podcast. Hope you continue. It's awesome and. Back because I barely look at these until I'm making an episode. Prologue, right? I will start to do bonus episodes, but that'll be later. From Sunday the Leafwing. Thank you, Wings of Fire, Warrior Cats, and I follow you. Thank you. His his question was, I think it's a great. Uh, his comment was, I think it's a great idea that you're doing a Wings of Fire podcast. Oh yeah, here's some podcasts you should definitely listen to they're one of my favorite podcasts Addycast The World of Wings of Fire by Moon the Night 12 Addycast is by Addison Edith um Talons Teeth Claws by Cindy the Leaf um Leafwing and then from Cricket the Hivewing Yes, I do know the podcast, The World of Wings of Fire. That's who actually inspired me to do my own podcast. Sunny is not a spoiler, Addison. Okay, Mango, I will listen to your podcast. You just have to tell me what it's called. Glory is one of my favorite characters. Um, Cindy the Leafwing, I've recommended your podcast. I love your podcast. Sorry, I just love that podcast. Um, Cricket the Hivewing, I have not listened to your podcast yet. Just, if you, if you could tell me what it's more about, I will listen to it. It's just that i like to know more about it. Cindy the Leafwing, you're fine because I've heard of your podcast, but I haven't heard of yours, Cricket the Hivewing. Um, I'm going to read some of your replies. Well, both replies. 
So, the one that Mango was, he responded a week ago, was Blister. This was the question. He should be the next Sandwing Queen of the Three Sisters. Please and no spoilers. Please. Please and no spoilers. Please. And thank you. And then, Sandy the Leafwing said yesterday, Blister. She's evil, but at least she can be killed. Burn can't. And Blaze is too dumb. She wouldn't notice if all the dragons of Pyruria attacked her palace. Um, I give you a few shout-outs, but I love your podcast. There's another shout-out to Sandy Leafing. You're welcome, Addison Edith and Mingo. Okay. Hmm. I do not see Sandy Leafing in this one. That's strange. Okay. So, I am going to do a Harry Potter series in the graphic novel series. I might do another book. What is M is for? Or Absent Edith. Can you give me a more of a description of that? I might do... Oh, what's it called? Look at my bookshelf. I forget the name of that book. Um, called. I survived a few of the I survived books. Maybe one, I don't know. But I definitely am going to do those. Here we go. Okay, I answered those questions. So now I'm gonna read chapter five, The Dragon That Prophecy, book one. Wait, did I already do a chapter six or chapter five? Okay, I'm on chapter five now. It seemed like a long time later. It seemed like a long time later when Starflight finally slunk back into the main hall with Marasir close behind him. Clay couldn't tell whether Starflight had told Marasir the truth, that he didn't have visions or read minds. He was just another, he was just ordinary, like the rest of the Dragonettes. But who would be brave enough to tell Marasir that? The enormous Nightwing slithered off to the Guardian's cave without a word to Sunny or Clay. Starflight glanced at them, then turned. And headed for his sleeping cave. Clay hurried after him. What happened, he asked. What did he say to you? I'm not supposed to talk about it, Starflight said stiffly. 
He sat down in the middle of their cave, his wings askew behind him, and started poking through the scrolls on the floor. It's over here, Clay said, nudging a fat scroll with silver letters that rolled under his sleeping ledge. Starflight hooked it over with one talon, tucked it under a wing, and carried it up to his ledge. He curled up with his tail draped over his nose and started reading. Wow, Clay said. So it was that bad? Tales of the Nightwings was Starflight's favorite scroll. He always read it when he was upset or fighting with one of the other dragnets. The tip of Starflight's tail twitched. I have a lot to learn, he said. But you already know everything, Clay said. You couldn't you could be you could have been the smartest dragonet in all of Priuria. Couldn't he tell that by reading your mind? Starflight didn't answer. I thought he liked you, Clay said. Surely he has something about the whole what a great noble dragon you must be because you're a nightwing. A long, tired breath. A long, tired breath whooshed out of Starflight's snout. Yeah, he's, he said. That's exactly what he told me, actually. Oh. Oh, Clay said. Well, isn't that... Well, that's good, isn't it? He said... Did he say... When you'll get your powers? Starflight fidgeted with a scroll. Shredding a corner of it between his claws. Clay had never seen him upset enough to damage a scroll without noticing. It's kind of crazy. Starflight would destroy a scroll? Man, it's really be sad or angry. Upset. Disappointed in himself. Okay, let's get back to the book. Sorry, I got off track. Reading. No, do you see? Damage scroll. Damage scroll. He wished he could say something helpful, but he couldn't think of a single useful thing to say about Nightwings. At least you're not a Rainwing, he tried. Marius, you say anything about glory? Starflight frowned at him over the ledge of the rock. Not much, he said. Don't worry about the rain ring. I'll take care of it. Clay felt a cold chill climb up through the stone floor and spread through his scales. What does that mean, he said. Wait, what does that mean? What's he gonna do? How should I know? Starflight poked his nose back into the scroll. Maybe she'll get to go home. She's probably the luckiest of all of us. The pulse of fear pounding in Clay's head disagreed. He couldn't see the Guardians just releasing Glory. Not after all the years of secrecy. We'll have to go spy on them, he said. We'll have to go spy on them, he said, jumping to his feet. We have to know what they're planning. Okay, sorry. That was more of a, um, a Starflame voice, but 
know. He stopped halfway. He stopped halfway out the cave and stamped one foot in his frustration. Oh no, we can't. Mars will know we're there. Oh. No. Oh. No, we can't. Mars will know we're there. Right, said Star Starflight said. He'll hear you thinking all your big, loud, worried thoughts. Sorry. Okay, very funny. You'll hear you thinking all your big, loud, worried thoughts. You don't know what that my thoughts are loud and worried, Clay said. Maybe they're quiet and very serene. Starflight snorted with amusement. The first happy stone he made since Mars here showed up. Even though his through his worry, Clay was pleased. What are you doing, Sunny? Sunny's anxious voice echoed across the main hall. What's that for? The heavy tread of dragon footsteps reached their ears, along with an ominous clanking. Stop! Wait! You don't have to do that! There was an enor there was an enormous splash. They raced to the Clay raced into the big cave, a starflight close behind him. Skidded to a halt, to a halt, horrified. Castle and Dean were standing on the bank of the river, holding the length of an iron chain. Stop! Wait, you don't have to do that! Okay, sorry. There's an enormous splash. Clay raced to the big cave with Starflight close behind him. He skidded to a halt, horrified. Kestrel and Dune were standing on the bank of the river, holding a length of iron chain between their talons. And behind them, Marcier was holding Sunny back with his tail as a tiny gold dragon tried to climb over him. Webs emerged from the river. Dragging a writhing, hissing ball of blue scales. Kestrel and Din threw the chain over Tsunami's neck and wrapped it around one of the legs, their, her legs, one of her legs. The guardians hauled her over to one of the rock columns and stretched that stretched from the floor to ceiling, high above. Din flung the chain around the column twice binding Tsunami with barely three steps to move in any direction. Kestrel took the two ends of chain and blasted them with a bolt of flame. The metal melted into a bubbly mass welded together. Tsunami was trapped. Maybe sometime away from the river will teach you to be grateful for what you have. Okay, my voice is just cracky. Kestrel growled. It happened so fast. Clay didn't have time to figure out what was happening. Let alone stop it. <coughs> Before it was too late, he yelled out he with he let out a yell of dismay and charged across the cavern. 
let her go. He grabbed, let her go. He grabbed the chain and let go at once, hissing with pain at the searing heat. You'll regret this, Tsunami snarled. She clawed at the chain around her back leg. By pulling on it, tightened the loop around her neck. With a hiss, she stopped and struggled. When we're free. When the family hears about this. When the rest of the world finds out how you treated the dragonettes of destiny. All your big dreams of your wonderful family, Kestrel mocked her. They don't care about you. When it's time to fulfill the prophecy, you'll be alive. And that's what the talent piece will have you. And that's all that matters. Why are you doing this, Sunny cried. Tsunami's the good one. She's wonderful. If anyone can save the world, it's her. Actually, Tiny Sandwing, Marasiri rumbled. The dragonette you should believe in is Starflight over there. He nodded at Starflight, still rooting in place by the sleeping cave. Starflight ducked his head. Nightwings are natural leaders. You do what he says and you'll be alright. Clay glanced over at Starflight and saw glory. Standing in the archway of her own sleeping cave, Marcier narrowed his eyes at her. We'll be back tomorrow, he said to the guardians. Make sure that everything has been dealt with. We understand, Kestrel said. Together, she and Dune rolled the boulder aside. Marcier squeezed through the gap and disappeared into the blackness without a backward glance. This is for your own good, Webb said, stopping in front of Tsunami. She raked her talons at him and stepped back. We only want to keep you safe. Maybe this isn't the perfect way, but... The Dragonettes don't know what's best for them, Dean said. As the boulder thudded back into place, you need us whether you like it or not. You are all awful today, Kestrel said. No dinner for any of you. Go to bed. I don't want to hear a squawk out of anyone until morning. Really? What else are you going to do to me, Tsunami? Challenged her. What if I felt like singing all night? She started howling in her off-key voice. Oh, the dragon nets are coming. They're coming to save the day. They're coming to fight for they know it's right. The dragon nets. Hooray! Your fault, Dean snarled at webs. I told you not to teach them that horrible bar song. Oh, the dragon nets are coming. Tsunami bellowed, lo- even, bellowed even louder. We have more chains, Kestrel yelled in her ear. We could throw one around your snout if you would like me to force you to be quiet. Tsunami paused, glaring at her malicious, at her Multi-nosly? Multi-nosly? Then took another breath in and opened her house. 
Or we could chain up one of your friends, Kestrel offered. Perhaps Clay would like to spend the night hanging from a stalactite, so you'd have some company out here. Clay shifted uneasily on his feet, wondering if there was anywhere he could hide from Kestrel's reach before she could grab him. Tsunami snapped her jaws shut and lay down with her head turned away from all the dragons. Her gills fluttered furiously, but she kept quiet. Much better, Kestrel said. She stomped off to her tunnel, her red scales flaring bright in the fire's reflection. Webs followed her, his wet tail leaving a darker trail behind him. Sunny pounced on Dune's tail before he could go after them. Please don't leave her like this, she said. I know you're not that mean. Dean shook her off. We're doing what we have to do. He went after the others. As soon as they were gone, Clay tried tugging on Tsunami's chains again. They were hopelessly strong. Clay, stop, Tsunami whispered. You know what you have to do? Go, quickly. Clay shiver, shivered, dreading the cold water, but she was right. For the first time, spying on the guardians was really important. He ran over to the river and dove in. Through the water, through the water, he could hear the muffled echo of Sunny's nervous squawk as he swam against the current to the rock wall without tsunamis, glowing dark scales to guide him. It took longer than usual to find the gap that led through the to the other case, but. Once he finally felt open space under his claws, and he ducked and squeezed through. His heart was hammering in his chest. He popped through the cave slowly. Slowly. He paddled to the surface and poked his ears out in the air. It wasn't the loud confrontation they'd heard the previous night. This time, the three big dragons were huddled around a fire and whispering. None of them glanced at the river as Clay floated closer. When tomorrow, Clay Webbs asked. Kestrel leaned toward the fire, baking her scales an even brighter red. He'll be back by midday, so it has to be done then. Her tail was coiled in a tight knot beside her. He doesn't want to see her again. Blake clenched his talons into the water. They had to be talking about glory. Well, I'm not doing it, Webb said. Dean shot him a withering look. No one thought you would. Even though this is all your fault, said Kestrel. I still think we need five of them, Webb snapped. That's what he's going to... What's he going to do about that? We'll find us at Sky when Kestrel said. Properly this time. No colorful substitute colorful substitutions. They all went quiet for a moment, staring into the fire. So how and when, Dune said, in his no nonsense military voice, drowning would be the simplest. He glared at Webbs. I joined the Talons of Pieces to stop killing dragons, Webb said. I won't 
argue with Mars here. But I'm not doing it myself. It has to be me, Kefrel said. In a choked, tense voice. She's just raining. But she might... She still might get away from you. She nodded at Dean's missing front foot. Front foot? No, it's just a foot. And the long scar that ran through his mangled wing. But can you go through with it? Webs asked. Isn't it too much like... I mean, we all know what happened. That was a, that was totally different, Kestrel snapped. Larry is just a ring. I don't care about her. I don't even like her. She blasted a ball of, a ball of flames at the fire. So it blazed up. If you're sure, Uh, where was I? If you're sure, Webb started. I'll do it tonight while she's sleeping, Kestrel said. I can get in there and break her neck before the others know what I'm doing, especially with the bossy one safely chained up. Chained up. So now he's the only one who could stop me. Shudders of horror were running through Clay. So violently that he was afraid one of the big dragons might notice the waves on the water. He began paddling softly backwards, but froze when he heard his name. Not Clay, Dean asked. Not Clay? Dean asked. He might try at least. He'll definitely try, Webb said. Dumb as a rock, but he's devoted to the other four. It's not natural that much loyalty in a dragon, Dean said, especially the dragon outside your especially to dragons outside your own tribe. I can handle him, Kestrel said. Even if he finally got, gets mad like we want him to, there's nothing he can do to stop me. Clay had heard enough. He sank down below the surface and swam to the gap in the wall. What do we do? What can we do? What can I do? There's no time. How do I save her? That was the end of chapter five. And, um, what's it called? Thank you for listening. Please listen to those podcasts that I mentioned. There were a few. Um, there will be a Q&A. And I've started to figure out what my first bonus episode will be about. You'll just have to... Listen to future episodes to find out. Okay. Bye. Keep listening. Keep reading. And never stop learning. Bye. I I just wanted to say something like that. It was just funny. At the moment. Bye.